Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk a little NFL, shall we? Uh, With uh, Brad Spielberger, a pro football focus at PFF underscore. Uh, Brad, I'm assuming we got him on the line because my microphone sounds like I'm talking down a wind tube again. It's kind of the indicator. Uh, Brad, good morning to you, man. I want to start with what is going on in Chicago? And is it as easy as just saying they're running Justin Fields more? Like, what has happened? Because they went from being a team that when they showed up on my red zone, I would scroll my phone for five minutes, and now I'm like, please show more Chicago Bears games. What is happening in Chicago? That's a great way to put it. Yeah, no, it, it's not just the simple fact of just running Justin Fields more. Early in the season, they were trying to do – some zone read and some read option with him and some very basic concepts. And now what they're doing is more diversity with how they're running Justin Fields. So you're seeing quarterback power, you're seeing counter, you're seeing pin and pull, or they're they're moving guys around pre-snap. They're doing all these different things to create different angles for Fields to attack. And then he, you know, as great as Lamar Jackson, as great as Jalen Hurts is, he might be the best at being able to get to an edge and then get up field that's how fast he is. He's probably the best athlete on any field he steps onto. So it's, it's using his skill set more, and, but also just keeping defenses guessing so it's not the same thing over and over again. Mm. Uh, and it, and it's, you know, I think it's more sustainable than folks may realize. Brad, I went through your rankings and your power rankings, and I thought you did a good job with weaknesses and strengths and X-factors for a lot of these teams in the second half. I, I want to ask you, I watched the Ravens play last night against New Orleans and Lamar is amazing, and the run game works. They have the best off, one of the best offensive lines in football. And as you know, one of the biggest weaknesses is wide receiver. Well, I'm also watching Green Bay this weekend against Detroit, and Rodgers isn't playing well, but also no wide receiver. Were, were you surprised teams like Baltimore and Green Bay weren't aggressive, no matter what salary cap situations are? It just feels like such a league where go get a weapon. Go get a weapon for your quarterback, and neither one of those teams made a move. Were you surprised by that? I think Green Bay is more surprising because, you know, as you saw last night, Lamar Jackson can win. The Baltimore Ravens can win targeting tight ends like Isaiah Likely, even without a Mark Andrews, and using guys like Demarcus Robinson, now veteran Deshaun Jackson in the building. You know, they don't need a wide receiver potentially as much as a Green Bay, where, yes, they have a good run game, but Rodgers needs to have those chunk downfield plays. His legs obviously aren't much of a threat like Lamar Jackson's are. And so for them, it's also, as you said, ignoring the salary cap and all that, you have, what, maybe two years left with a first-ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, and you're not giving him enough. And now he loses Romeo Dobbs to a high ankle sprain, maybe the best wide receiver on the team, the young rookie, who I think has gotten better as every week has gone on. They just do not have enough. The weird thing about Baltimore, though, is not only did they not make a trade for a receiver, they do make a trade for an off-ball linebacker. So they were aggressive, mm-hmm. um, just maybe on the opposite side of the ball that you would have guessed. 
Hmm. Interesting. Brad Spielberger is our guest. Pro Football Focus at PFF underscore Brad on Twitter. Uh, it, the Buffalo stuff the last couple of weeks has been weird, where they, they didn't play great against Green Bay in that Sunday night game. They won, but Green Bay outgained them. Uh, just um, Allen threw a couple of weird picks. You're like, what's going, what's going on there? And then they lose to the Jets. That was the biggest shock of the weekend for me because I don't think Zach Wilson is very good. Is like on a, on a one out of ten scale, where is a legitimate concern? And then obviously adding in the Allen elbow injury, like where is it at in Buffalo, or is that just an overreaction to one bad game? You know, I think it's not super high because I genuinely believe the Jets have a top five NFL defense, trending towards arguably having the best defense in the NFL because they have studs at all three levels now. Their defensive line rotation is arguably the best in the NFL. They have our highest pressure rate and highest grade as a pass rush unit. And then coverage, they also have our number one grade as an entire coverage unit. Rookie Sauce Gardner is one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, has a 90 grade over the last five weeks, five points higher than the next highest cornerback. So, you know, for Allen to have a down game there, it's understandable. It's a great defense. But the injury, yes, is, is a big deal. A UCL in that elbow Often we see that with baseball, with pitchers and stuff like that. It's historically been about a month-long injury, depending on the severity of the sprain. So Allen might miss a couple weeks here. The second thing, though, let's say he stayed healthy. I've kind of been saying this all year long. You lose Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders from this team. Yes, both guys are 35 years old. Neither of them is actually playing the NFL right now. But they were big parts of this Buffalo Bills offense last year. And they now have two receivers, really, is all it is. It's Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. Davis is kind of a one-trick pony. He's a downfield threat and has not had five catches in the game in this entire season, which given how much Allen throws the ball, you'd think he'd have one game where he had at least five catches. That's just not his game. And I think they need to add, you know, if, if it's Odell Beckham Jr., it's him. They might need him more than any of the other contenders in that conversation to add him. You know, Seattle, Brad, out here has, has been an apology season for a lot of people in the media. I mean, I, I, I've i already done it twice to Pete Carroll and Geno Smith, and, you know, Nwosu is one of the bigger pickups in the offseason that nobody's talking about. He's quite literally their only pass rusher right now having success. Uh, I, I think it's legitimate. I think mean, they have every kind of sign of a legitimate football team that can maybe scare a lot of teams come postseason time. I'm I'm curious. It's been a redemption year for Geno. I got a futures ticket on him winning comeback player of the year. Where are you at on Geno? Are we ready to proclaim, Brad, that we've seen enough? This is a franchise guy. Like, run with this. This this quarterback seems to fit their offense perfectly, and he's having the redemption season. Where are you at on Geno Smith in Seattle? Yeah, I also had to, you know, raise my hand and apologize. Also, <laughs> I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. There's no question about it. I think they had one, a, a historically good offseason. You mentioned Shannon Wilson, a great signing. Their draft class, obviously, both starting tackles and two starting corners that are playing at high levels in one single draft class is about as good as it gets. Um, yes, Gino is playing very, very good football. He is actually making tight window throws. It, you know, he's doing true drop back passing. It's not just a lot of kind of play-action flukiness or, or protecting him and making things easy. Yes, he has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But, you know, for example, when Cooper Rush went 4-0, you knew that was not sustainable. It was not legitimate. Geno is. I think he's proven he is an upper, you know, half of the NFL quarterback. It is so fascinating now at 31 years old, where they're going to go contract-wise and all that. I imagine a franchise tag is where it will start, and they'll try to work off of that and agree to a long-term deal. But, yeah, I mean, he deserves – a very legitimate contract for the next couple of years of his career. Hmm. Is Jim is Jim Ursay okay? I <laughs> uh, hey, you tell me. Your guess is good as mine. But uh, that that was a that was a crazy press conference. No question. <laughs> what what do we do? We have any expectations for Jeff Saturday as head coach of the Colts? 
Yes, I think he's going to run the ball 65 times a game. Uh, if you're if you if you're a wide receiver, just get your blocking shoes on and uh, get ready to hunker down. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's insane. I, I, you know, I get it from the standpoint of he's a former player, maybe he can galvanize the locker room, focus more on you know t- turning the vibe and the culture around, whatever the, whatever you want to say. But a ridiculous hire. Um, and yeah, all of his comments in the past and in Earth Day as well, saying that you know Frank Reich had fear and used analytics or whatever. I think he's one of the top five play callers in the NFL the last couple of years, getting a lot out of, you know, not much quarterback talent. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So long answer short, Jonathan Taylor, get ready to get <laughs> run all day long. Brad, how, how am I supposed to sort out how disappointed I am with the AFC West? Like Patrick Mahomes in a dogfight against the Titans still gets it done. And now maybe if Josh Allen's out a couple of weeks, maybe the Chiefs have a window here to take the overall one seed. They're, they're playing well. But I look at the rest of that division. This was supposed to be the divisions of divisions. People were talking NFL history-type division stuff. The Raiders have blown three 17-point lead games. Uh, the Chargers are banged to hell. But also, I just don't think their coaching's been very good. And Herbert's not quite having the season we thought. And Denver's been an, an utter mess with Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. How do you begin to gauge what's happened in the AFC West outside of Kansas City? Yeah, it's a great reminder. You know, you got to play the games because on paper, I think I declared it the best division I've ever seen on paper coming into the year. Even though I, w- I was down on the Raiders, I mean, look, three seventeen-point or greater, uh, you know, losses. You know, they've done it five times in franchise history. They've done it three times now in the first eight weeks of the year. Um, that you know, I didn't see coming, but I, I didn't think they were going to be a particularly good football team. But the Chargers, you mentioned the coaching. You also you go out and you get Brandon Staley all this defensive talent because as good of a coach as he is on defense. I think, uh, depending on the side of the ball, I think it's harder to coach up a bad defense. If you don't have talent, it's hard to make them a good unit. He has all the talent now, even before the injuries, and they're still just soft. I mean, they can get run on every single week, which was the issue last year as well. Atlanta this week, they obviously barely won that game, but Cordero Patterson comes off IR and is bullying people, bulldozing over their linebackers in the end zone twice. They've been, I think, one of the more disappointing teams in the NFL, which I know sounds crazy with a winning record and all that, but... Yeah, they're just not where they should be. And, yeah, Denver, I mean, you know, I don't even know where to start with Denver. But, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy how, how underwhelming they've been given the, you know, the expectations coming into the year. Yeah, and on the Chargers, they play the 49ers on Sunday Night Football off of a bye. Good luck stopping that running, rushing attack with all those weapons. Brad Spielberger, a pro football focus. Go give him a follow on Twitter, at PFF underscore Brad. We always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for hopping on, and, and hopefully we can do it again here soon. Yeah, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.